Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 15 of Soul Food titled Guidance. In this episode, we're going to talk about the type of people you should seek advice from. We'll talk about the prayer for guidance, Salatul Istikhara. And then lastly, we'll talk about how to respond to the signs of the Salatul Istikhara, how to know what direction Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is guiding you in. So we're looking at another prayer that is extremely important. And as we've been going through this book by Imam al-Sha'rani, Divine Lights of the Prophetic Way, we've been learning about these various types of prayers. And this salah, Salatul Istikhara, the prayer for guidance, is one of the most useful and important prayers we can make a constant part of our lives. Because we have so many times in our life when we're at a crossroads. We might have two or more choices and we don't know what direction to take. And the prayer for guidance, Salatul Istikhara, is a powerful way to be granted direction and clarity from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. We sometimes think that at some point in our lives, we're going to have it all figured out and we're going to know what to do with every aspect of our lives. But that's not always the case. We're always learning and we're always growing and we need Allah's help and guidance. And we're going to talk about the way to pray Salatul Istikhara in just a bit, inshallah. But what we can also do alongside the prayer for guidance is seek advice from trustworthy people. But the question is, who do you go to for advice? Not everyone is qualified to give you that advice. Imam al-Sha'rani says that you have to be careful of seeking advice from someone who is intoxicated by the love of the world. Someone who is immersed and engrossed in worldliness. Because they're veiled and they won't be able to tell you what's truly good for you. Their perspective is skewed because they love the dunya. Therefore, he says, you should seek advice from someone who has turned away from the world. Someone who is a person of zuhd. They've detached themselves from the world and have dedicated themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because that kind of person will give you objective and sound advice that will be good for you in this life and in the life to come. And often these types of people might have insights and inspiration from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now it's important to note they're not infallible. Even someone who is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it doesn't mean that that person is infallible. You still have to use your best judgment and you have to consult the best people that you're able to find and whatever advice they give you, you have to use your own wisdom in implementing it and putting it into practice. This now brings us to the prayer for guidance. 
And the Prophet ﷺ, he taught this to the Sahaba uh, and he had a great amount of care and deliberation in uh, teaching the Sahaba this dua. Sayyidina Jabir ibn Abdullah, may Allah be well pleased with him, he said that the Messenger of Allah ﷺ would teach us the istikhara for all matters just like he would teach us a surah from the Quran. In other words, it was so important and he emphasized it so much that it was almost like he was teaching us a surah from the Quran that had been revealed to him directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet would teach them, he would say, if a matter concerns any one of you, if you don't know what direction to go in, what choice to make, let that person pray two rak'ahs other than the obligatory prayers. So it's a sunnah prayer, a nafil prayer. And once you're done with that salah, then let him say, and we'll just share the translation now, and then in the show notes, we'll have the transliteration and the Arabic as well. To say, oh Allah, verily I seek the better choice from you by your knowledge. And I seek the ability from you by your power. And I ask you from your immense bounty. For truly you are capable and I am incapable. You know and I know not. And you are the knower of the unseen realms. Oh Allah, if you know that this matter and you say whatever it is that you're trying to decide or find guidance about, if you know that this matter is good for me in my religion, my livelihood, and my ultimate outcome now and in the future, then decree it for me, facilitate it for me, and then grant me blessing in it. And if you know that this matter is not good for me in my religion, my livelihood, and my ultimate outcome, then turn it away from me and turn me away from it and decree goodness for me wherever it may be and make me content with it. This is the dua of istikhara. It is really comprehensive. It has everything we need. Asking Allah for blessing, for guidance, for recognizing and guiding us to what benefits us in our religious and spiritual life, in our livelihood, in the immediate moment, and in the future. And when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our final outcome has everything that we need. And if it's not good for us, O oh Allah, to guide us to what is better than it and to grant us contentment with whatever his decree is, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this dua works. This dua works. And it's even good to pray it every day, just in a general sense, so that Allah guides your actions throughout that day and each and every day. And the Prophet he said in a hadith narrated by Imam Ahmad and by Al-Hakim, مِنْ سَعَادَةِ إِبْنِ آدَمْ إِسْتِخَارَتُهُ لِلَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ It is from the felicity that a person is destined for paradise, that they seek guidance from Allah, mighty and majestic, on a regular basis. So we should do this 
every day. We should seek Allah's guidance in our decisions. We often look at dua like it's the last resort. And once again, this doesn't mean that you don't use the practical means that are available to you, but that you recognize Allah is in control of your entire life and all of your affairs. He is the one who says, be, and it is. He is the one who decrees what is best for you. So seek his support, seek his guidance. And this is what the istikhara prayer helps us do. And then what comes after that is people often wonder, well, how do we know what Allah's answer is? How do we know what he's guiding us to? And this brings us to the final point, how to respond to the signs of istikhara. A lot of people think that the signs come in the form of a dream. That if you pray Salatul Istikhara, you're going to have a dream. Actually, this is quite rare. This isn't very common. And even if someone does have a dream, they can be hard to interpret. Imam al-Sha'rani, he says something really profound about being sensitive to the signs. He says that you are more attuned to the signs of the istikhara, the answer to your istikhara, when you have worked through purifying your heart and removing the veils of the nafs and lower desires. You then start to have a sensitivity to the angelic realm and to the unseen world. And in addition to that, the signs that we see tangibly in our day-to-day -day lives are usually in what Allah makes easy for us. In other words, Allah either opens up certain doors for you, and that's the sign that it's good for you. Let's say just as an example, you're deciding between schools or jobs, and you pray Salatul Istikhara, and then one job just starts to be really easy. They give you a better offer, they're very accommodating, and it just seems like the doors are opening up with that particular job. And then with the other job, you feel like it's getting a little bit more complicated and complex, and it's not working out as smoothly. That can be a sign that it's not good for you. Another sign that we should be attuned to is that Allah will either give you a inshirah, that your heart will become very open and comfortable to a particular decision, or it will become very constricted. That for example, let's say it's about marriage, that someone that you're considering, and then you pray Salatul Istikhara, and then all of a sudden you get like a really bad feeling that you can't explain. That might be the answer to your Istikhara. And once again, couple this with seeking advice from people who are wise and people who are objective and will give you good advice as it pertains to your akhirah and your state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as it relates to istikhara, you can actually pray it multiple times. And the beauty of it is that even if you feel that you want to make a particular decision and you say, oh Allah, whatever is good for me that you've decreed for me, make it easy for me and put blessings in it, that it will only increase the blessings in what Allah has decreed for you. But then when you get to the point where you have to make a decision, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ 
Then when you're determined to do something, then put your trust in Allah and do it. In other words, don't waver and second guess. You know, sometimes we might be really scared to actually make a decision and to choose an option and to make a commitment. Don't waver. If you've prayed istikhara, you have good advice and counsel and your heart is open to a particular path and it seems to be easy and facilitated, then you have the determination to move forward, then place your trust in Allah and don't look back and don't second guess. Move forward and have a good opinion of Allah and do it. And uh, in that way, inshallah, you'll benefit from the istikhara and you will make decisions that are guided and illuminated. It doesn't mean that life will be free of challenges and tests. That's the nature of the dunya. But at the very least, you have guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that brings us to the call to action. One of the things that uh, we were taught from our teachers is actually to combine the general daily istikhara of, Oh Allah, guide all of my affairs with the duha prayer after sunrise. So we would usually sit and do various prophetic invocations or have a class up until sunrise. Then we would pray the duha prayer. And then after the duha prayer, we would do a general istikhara for that day. And in that way, you're combining all of these various spiritual benefits. So the call to action is do it the next chance that you get. Combine the duha prayer with a general istikhara prayer. And inshallah, we'll have the istikhara prayer in the show notes, which you can read from. And that way you'll combine these various benefits and invite even more blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala into your day. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his constant support and guidance and assistance, and that he allows us to benefit from all of these beautiful prayers and gifts that he's given us and allows us to follow the footsteps of the best of creation. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.